Hey everybody, welcome to Monday Night Live in Lexington, you guys. My name is Katherine Kaufman and I'm a psychic medium here in Lexington, Kentucky. Welcome to my every Monday night show. This is where we discuss what and who we are in this journey called life. But before we get started now, today is part two of home portal energy, how to manage it, uh, how to remove it if you need to. We need to find out something very special for tonight. And here we go. <laughs> what is for dinner, David? Tonight, we're going to have baked potatoes and I've got some beef tenderloin. I'm going to sear it on each side, put some butter thyme garlic in there put the lid on it turn the heat down medium medium rare that's what i'm shooting for medium and that's what's for dinner tonight that's simple good and sustenant yes let me twist the mustache <laughs> goodbye see you later <laughs> hey to all you guys over here on instagram uh folk art paint one and lucy hey to you guys let's do quick waves there over here on facebook hello to helen ina melissa dana and angela good to see you guys tonight and hello to yasmin good to see you too great to see you guys on a monday night so i hear we're gonna have some bad weather coming up tomorrow and um you know i hope everybody stays safe uh, on your journeys to and from work or wherever you gotta go. Um, I hope you stay safe and not have any problems with the weather and what it might cause for tomorrow. Tonight is Home Portals Part 2. This may be a little bit of a, a short type of show for this evening. Unless, you know, people have questions. As always, if you have any questions, please put them in the comments section. Now, last Monday night, and I want to remind you, not tonight, but next Monday, which I think is either the 5th or the 6th, we're going to be doing the February Dream Interpretation Show. And so um, I've got a lot of things to present on that show and a lot of anonymous interpretations to do. Hello to Sandra. Good to see you tonight. Um, so if you want your, um, if you have a dream that you need interpreted for the show, let me put my email in the chat. And what I want you to do is send me the dream so that we can get it interpreted anonymously on the show. All the interpretations are done anonymously. Now, last week we went over where the home portals are. I'm going to kind of gloss over that again, just to remind you of what kinds of things uh, contain the portals. If you want to know why these particular things have portals, go back and listen to last um, Monday night's show. But mirrors are one of the biggest things that contain portals. Mirrors, glass, any kind of electromagnetic devices, and not all things that are electronic are electromagnetic. 
electromagnetic devices that we're talking about are like doorbells, fans, hair dryers, CD players, power drills, electric saws, electric mixers, anything that has a, an electromagnetic coil. Also crystals. So for those of us who collect a lot of crystals and they can be portals or they can act as a portal. Also haunted items. And I didn't mention it last week, but haunted items can act as a portal to the other side. Also water, the type of water feature or pool or bathroom can definitely be considered a portal. So what do we do with these things and how do we manage them? Special shout out to Felicia over here on Facebook. So the first thing now, one other thing, and I didn't mention the haunted items being portals, but also uh, it's helpful to know where the ley lines are located in your house or your home. So detecting the ley lines within the home is super important. And, and this is just the earth energy that's connected to the structure and it's the direction of the power center of the home. Now to locate this, because this can definitely be a main portal. Now the ley lines that are connected to the earth, you can't do anything about those. Those are just, they're there in the earth. And one of the things that you can do to mitigate what kind of energy is coming through the power center of the house is to put um, either salt, like pink Himalayan salt lamps around the power center or uh, just the chunks of pink Himalayan salt around the power center. But in order to, hey to my beautiful neighbor, Miss Amber Benty, um, in order to, to find the power center of the home, you're either gonna have to use uh, dowsing L rods or you can use a pendulum I had one here, a pendulum like this. It's easier to find the power center though with an L rod than a pendulum. And so when you go through the home to find the power center, of course you're gonna state your intention. The L rods will cross at the power centers of the house. And, and sometimes there will be more than one depending on the structure and, and what's lying underneath the structure. Now, when your L rods cross to find the power center of the home, there are going to be like a rate, there will be a radius that will extend out from the power center. So let's say this is the power center. There will be a radius that extends out from the power center in certain angles. And what this does is the the radius is part of how the power center reacts to the in, intentional heart produced energy of the owner of the property you know how are you interacting with the home what heart energy are you putting out towards the home that you're living in hey to linda good to see you over here on facebook now original credit for finding the um power center of the home goes to Tim Walter YouTube channel. And let me put that in the chat notes as well. 
because uh, he has a lot of good videos on ley lines, finding the energy center, and all kind anything to do with dowsing. I would suggest Tim Walter YouTube channel, and it should be just just type in Tim Walter on the YouTube channel chat, and it will take you straight to his channel. But uh, he goes through process of showing you how to find the power center of the home and how to relate with your heart to that particular energy. So Rossi, Robin wants to know, does it matter what level of the house basement or upstairs? Now, <clears throat> I will say you, you'll be able to find the power center of the house, even if you're upstairs, but it's, it's going to be underneath where you're located in other words the first four let's say you live in a second story apartment and you go to find the energy center of your apartment um it's going to be really located directly below in that first floor apartment but the energy is is coming straight up so you're still going to be able to interact with it but it just won't be directly underneath the floor where you're at. I hope that makes sense. Let's see. So Ida says, so the power center is a portal. Yes, it is. It definitely is. Um, let me get rid of this. Um, let me get rid of this up here so I can, I can see the <laughs> comments a little better. Now, the power center is the only portal you can't really control, but like I said, you can mitigate any kind of negative energy that may be coming in by the use of the pink Himalayan salt, either, you know, a salt lamp or two, or maybe a statue made out of pink Himalayan salt. Sometimes they'll have, you know, like pyramids or orbs or squares that are made out of the pink Himalayan salt. And those are really good to put right at those um, portal entry sites of the ley lines so that negativity is sort of diffused or negated when it tries to come through that portal. Now, here's another thing that I wanted to, to let you guys know about. And I don't know if you guys have heard about this or not. And that's why I bring it up is because if I come across knowledge I feel like you guys need, I'm going to definitely share it with you. So Felicia says, very interesting reading about ley lines in book Crossing to Avalon. Yes, thank you for that suggestion. Anybody who would like to read more about it, that is a very good book. And Laura says, I have three mirrors in my basement. They hang on the wall. Yes. And we're going to talk about, <clears throat> you know, the fact that having one uh, more than one mirror in an area might not be that great. Oh, Sheila, you need to... Uh, if you always now, so for any of you that are just joining the show, you don't know about the show. Um, this is streamed live on two pages of Facebook and Instagram and also um, on the YouTube channel. So all the shows are stored on the YouTube channel and they also go out to podcasts on Anchor. Hey to Pam over here on uh, Instagram. Hey, YGS Ryder and Brian, good to see you guys tonight on Instagram. Thanks for tuning in. 
And if you guys have any questions, I'll try to watch the chat down here for that. So who, who has heard about X points or who knows anything about X points? And let's see if anybody responds with what is an X point? Because, you know, there was a, for a long, long time, it was thought that there was no proof behind uh, portals. And, and so science kind of poo-pooed the whole idea of portals. But now we have what's called X points. Let's see if anybody knows what that is. So Linda says, Mira should not be on an outside wall. They should be on inside walls only because of portals. Well, now let's, let's look at that, Linda, because in feng shui, uh, one of the best uses of mirrors to reflect uh, negative energy from coming into the home is a convex mirror at the front doorway and at the outside of the front doorway. So, <laughs> um, that really kind of feeds into that they some mirrors should be on the outside wall um and certainly we were talking last week about how when a, there's a lot of different reasons why this happens but when a person passes away in a home it's common in a lot of different societies to cover the mirrors and sometimes the windows with a dark cloth and they give an innumerable amount of reasons why, but it almost always has to do with the state of the spirit when they're outside of their body. And uh, so we go into why mirrors are portals in the last episode. So Linda says, not outside, only if your inside wall has outside on the other side. Ooh, I'm not... <laughs> I don't know what you mean. <laughs> Not outside only. If your inside wall has outside on the other side. Oh, so you're you're what you're meaning. What I think Linda's meaning is uh, not to put maybe this clarify if this is what you mean, Linda. Not to put the mirror on a wall that is facing the outside. Is that what you're meaning? I think that's a, that's what you're meaning. So what, what I think she's meaning is when you have a mirror to place it on an inside wall that doesn't have an outside exterior. And Amber says where magnetic energy points meet and then creates more energy at that crossing point. Where magnetic energy points meet and then creates more energy at that crossing point. Yes, it can. It, that, it absolutely can if you have more than one. Okay, thank you, Linda. <laughs> yes, Linda, you are correct. And that's another thing about feng shui is that we don't want to draw anything from outside into the home. And you know what? We'll probably uh, go over this spring some feng some you know, kind of energetic feng shui cures and remedies for simple stuff inside your home. X points, yes. Uh, so an X point is a, is actually a portal that's formed between the sun and the Earth's magnetic field. 
and it consists of charged ionized plasma and it becomes like a gateway between Earth's magnetic field and the solar wind from the sun. It creates like a pocket of this charged plasma and this pocket creates this exchange of this charged uh, plasma and they occur at regular intervals between the sun and the earth. And so it's now proven that we have portals. Yes, Amber, where magnetic energy points meet and creates a, an energy or that pocket of charged plasma where they intersect. So we now have proof of portals, actual portals, and those are the X points. Now, how do we manage these portals? Because, because like I was saying, you have to look at the activity in your home and what's going on. Like, is there more than one mirror in an area? For example, if you have several mirrors and especially old ones located in the same room, that could present a problem. So you're going to have to be super aware of the energy flow in the house and the energy in a particular area. Like, let's say there's one area of the home that might be a problem. Now in, in my house, surprisingly enough, and this is sort of weird, but my kitchen is super active. Now it has lots of windows around the kitchen area, but it also has the water that's considered a, a portal that runs in the kitchen. So I think it is the windows and the water combined that make that such an active area. Is there anything I can do about that? Not really. <laughs> uh, one of the things that I could do that I haven't yet because activity is not too bad, but I could put like, uh, you know, those Himalayan salt blocks that you can cook on. I could put one of those in front of the window on the right hand side of the kitchen and that would negate any negative energy coming in, but it, it won't get rid of the activity if the activity is not negative. So that's one thing I could do. So Ina says that she thinks her master bath is a portal and it's probably Ina because a combination of mirrors and the fact that you have water flowing there. Don't forget if you have haunted items, those act as portals as well. They don't necessarily have to be near a window or near a mirror, but certainly if you have a haunted item, like I, I have several in my home, but if they are located next to a window or a mirror, you could see a lot of activity. So just being aware of the flow of, of activity in your home, like unusual noises or unusual feelings that are associated with certain areas. Now, one of the other things that can amplify this, <laughs> okay, hang on, we got some questions. So Marisa says, my house has a lot of mirrors. Does that mean that my house is similar to a New York City subway that I cannot see? I do have activity, but nothing unnerving. Should I rearrange? Okay, so Marisa, if you don't have a lot of activity, um, 
it may not be necessary to rearrange it, but if you notice that the activity elevates, yes, it could be like a New York City subway, especially if you have two mirrors that are facing each other because that creates like a double portal that brings a lot of stuff in. And I'll never forget, I went downtown Lex, it was downtown Lexington, and it's, an, it's a well-known historical place, and I can't remember the name of it, but they were interviewing me for a Halloween party. And I'll never forget that there were these huge door-sized mirrors that were directly opposite each other in adjacent rooms. And you could see the portals all lined up in those mirrors. And it was just the freakiest thing. So, Marisa, I would just evaluate it and make sure you don't have any mirrors that are facing each other. Also, you know, sometimes the age of the mirror is um, like really old, old mirrors that were covered in silver for some reason are a lot more active than newer type of mirrors. And I'm thinking that newer type of mirrors probably have a different substance that they coat the back of the mirror with besides silver that um, doesn't conduct the energy as well for the entities that try to use them for portals. Let's see, Linda says, I also heard you can use a ro rose quartz piece that you can put in your sink by the drain to keep things out. That's a good idea. I think that that's an excellent idea, Linda. I, and if I had a lot of activity in my home and I was worried about it, it would be something easy that you can do. Definitely. Now, let's see other things that you can do. Oh, let's make sure that you don't have any mirrors that are facing each other first. So here are some means to clear or close a portal. So Holly says, I'm obsessed with Venetian mirrors. What about those? Oh, mm, those are old and they're beautiful and they could be portals. But like I said, Holly, um, Sometimes it's not like you have to evaluate whether it's good stuff coming in or bad stuff coming in. You know, each house is going to have a multitude of portals uh, and there's always things that are coming and going no matter what you do. Like you can't prevent anything from getting into your home. You can try to keep out the negative stuff and deal with the negative stuff as it comes in. But, um, Charles wants a shake-up. <laughs> oh, a, a surefire shake-up, Charles, is you get two mirrors, you face them towards each other, and you put a haunted item in the middle. You'll definitely have a shake-up, <laughs> I promise you. So Angela says, we just had a brand new heat pump and AC unit put in, and we feel they took so many bad energies out with the old. Wow, the vibrations are so different. Yes, I can see that because the if you think about it, we we did um we did a, a couple of shows on does your house have a spirit? And you know, when we were talking about the air conditioning and the duct flow in a home, that's being like the lungs and the respiration of the body. And so, you know, the lungs in uh, traditional Chinese medicine is one of the main areas here 
And if you change that out, you take that out, Angela, and put new in, and you have new energy in there. Uh, of course, the vibrations are definitely going to be different. So Charles says, sorry, hit enter. Hear your, hear your deceased mother talk to your daughter through an indoor security camera. Yeah, absolutely. Because it's probably one of those electromagnetic devices. Now, I don't know if the security camera, it's definitely magnetically imprinted on there. The, the voice, definitely. Sort of like when we get EVPs. Um, and so Amber says the unit they had in here was pulling the size of a health facility <laughs> needs. He said it was like tons of electricity pulling through the home. Wow. It's now normal levels as well. Crazy change. Wow. That's amazing. That's sort of like having you know, that elevated electromagnetic field in your home. Hey to Angela Atkins. Good to see you tonight. I'm so glad that you guys got that changed out. And I'm glad that you're having a lot of good effects from having it changed. So how do you clear or close a portal? And just remember, you can clear or close it, but that doesn't mean it won't open up in a different area of the house. So here are just a couple of ways that you can clear or close a portal. And another, another thing that's, that definitely it facilitates things coming in and can act as a portal are doorways and hallways. And the reason why is because it's changing energy. It's constant changing, flowing, transitioning energy. It doesn't stay static. Um, when you walk through the hallway and, and you walk back, it's a constant change or transfer or flow of energy. There's nothing stationary in that hallway. And once like no one sits inside a doorway. So when you hit that doorway, it's a transition point. And so those are always doorways and portals that you can't like, you can't change unless you change the structure of the home. So that with the ley lines, are the permanent things that you can't really um, get rid of or change unless you use the pink Himalayan salt or maybe selenite in the doorway. You could hang a piece of selenite from the doorway to mitigate any negative energy from flowing in. Hey to Ward, good to see you tonight. Thanks for being here. So means to clear or close a portal. Um, and what you want to do is you're trying to change the energy flow or the vibration or resonance of the portal. Now, in a lot of exercises that I've seen on the internet, um, the first thing that the people suggest that you do is to do like an intentional meditation where you are communicating to close whatever portal that you've sensed. And so thoughts and the energy flow from your thoughts and your resonance is what is thought to change the portal. So thoughts and intentional practice of meditation and directing it towards the, por the portal. Now, when you go back and watch Tim Walters video on detecting the energy center, the ley lines of your home, he uses heart energy directed at the um, power center 
to communicate with the power center of his home. So that's sort of the same thing that they're kind of talking about there. Now, here are other things that you can use. Sounds using Tibetan bowls or, or crystal bowls. And so what you want to do is just be in close proximity to the item. I wouldn't get directly up on it because sometimes that the vibration from the sound might shatter the glass or it might shatter the mirror. And um, you, you don't want to do that, but you would ring the Tibetan bowl or the crystal bowl. Probably, I would say probably four or five feet away from the object for a good five minutes to uh, alter the energy of either the mirror or the glass or the bathroom or uh, whatever thing that you're trying to alter the energy in. Maybe it's a haunted item. Maybe it's the bathroom. You know, maybe it's the kitchen water source. Maybe it's your crystals, you know, and you don't want to shatter your crystals because a lot of crystals that already have like a fault inside the crystal if you get the sound too close to them it may cause them to crack so just stay probably about five feet away from whatever you're trying to to treat and then treat for about five minutes now also you can use kinetic energy um and and that way you can use like a pendulum and there there's a certain mixture we're going to talk about but uh usually portals will rotate clockwise okay they're going to rotate clockwise when you evaluate them now that's just from my experience so let's say you want to use kinetic energy and some other things um to close that portal nancy says can't have my crystal shatter <laughs> no we don't want our crystals to shatter um what i would do is is let's say you may have a mirror you're going to put the mirror down on the table and maybe use kinetic energy rotating the pendulum counterclockwise over it and then maybe treat the mirror with a salt and lemon water mixture uh, and that's just taking the salt and lemon water mixture, putting it over the mirror, letting it sit for about a week, and then taking Windex and cleaning it off. Now the salt and the lemon juice kind of act together to, again, sort of negate any type of bad energy that's trying to use that as a portal. Another thing you can do going back to what people do when you know there's a death in the family where we cover a window or a mirror with a black or a dark cloth for a period of about a week now if you have some entity that's trying to use that as a portal and they're trying to come through um using that black cloth or dark cloth to cover the window or the mirror is definitely going to take the ability of that entity away to use that as portal. The reason why you want to leave it on there for a week is they will come back and try to use that again. And if uh, they're having no luck on successive attempts, they just may give up and go and search out another portal to use. So these are all things that you can do to manage the energy coming through your, your home. 
And uh, so Nancy says, every pendulum I have ever purchased has come up missing. <laughs> you have a little, uh, probably a little fairy or something in your home that uh, thinks that they should have this more than you. So you may have to appease them with something else. But Nancy, it's probably the same situation that I have with, I hate to say this, but flower sifters. I think that we have had at least five flower sifters taken from the same area in the pantry to where I just gave up on having a flower sifter because we couldn't keep one. So nowadays I just, I just use, you know, a little sieve and bang it with my hand, but I sure would have liked to have used a sifter, but nobody here in this house will let me have one, <laughs> which is so odd. I mean, and somebody was, I was telling somebody about it and they said, why, why a flower sifter? And the only thing I could think of is in a lot of uh, folklore, flower sifters and shiny silver things are what uh, fairies usually take from your house. So that's the only thing I can, I can tell you. So Holly says, I heard Moldavite disappears sometimes and reappears weeks later. You know, Holly, I, the, I, I'm tending to agree with you on that because I've had several pieces of Moldavite and somehow they all just, they all go the way of the wind. They get lost. They disappear. And to this day, I, I only have one piece left and it is because I keep it in the same area locked away and I don't use it, which is really a shame because I love to get the crystals out and use them, you know, from time to time. And I hate having something locked away that I can't use. But anyway, our time is up. And um, now remember, if you want your dream interpreted anonymously on next Monday night show, use the email in um, the chat and go ahead and send me your dream for a free interpretation. I'm going to be presenting them anonymously next Monday night at seven o'clock. And I hope you guys have a fabulous week. Hey to my brother, Daniel Kaufman. Good to see you tonight. And uh, I hope your week is good. And I hope the weather doesn't affect anybody's, um, you know, travel or whatever you're doing. This is from Kentucky. And I will see you guys next week.